Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have you ever watched like a Squid Game in Netflix? Mm, yes. And do you remember, you know, when the player make mistake or penalty foul, immediately they go killed in the Squid Game. Right. Like this is in how the Japanese people feel. You should not bring biryani to like a cancel like the Japanese cultures. But usually I'm so silent. <laughs> I never talk because I'm Japanese. <laughs> the Japanese are so quiet. I hear, yes. And some people think, you know, Japanese doesn't have any like emotions. So, so do you see yourself as an informal diplomat for Japanese culture? Japan is a country that is known for its deep connection with tradition. Much of its rich culture comes from its adherence to two religious beliefs, Shintoism and Buddhism, but it also has been influenced by Chinese Confucianism. The Japanese value purity and cleanliness. Unlike Western individualism, Japanese culture places a great deal of attention on the group and mutual respect for, and strong emphasis on harmony and balance. Although globalization has brought with it westernization, there is still a great emphasis on learning Japanese customs at an early age, such as practicing the tea ceremony, wearing the kimono, and studying arts and crafts. My guest today, Dr. Naoki Yamamoto, converted to Islam 14 years ago. He is now an academic at Istanbul's Marmara University and helps a growing number of Japanese converts acclimatize to their Islamic commitments. Many of whom attend classes in this city of Istanbul. Dr. Naoki argues that for Islam to be successful in Japan, it needs to work in harmony with Japanese culture. Indeed, he is known in Istanbul for demonstrating the tea ceremony. Today, I want to discuss Muslim converts in Japan and the themes he raises of cultural harmony and Islam. Can Islam adopt the cultural heritage of Japan? Dr. Naoki Yamamoto, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, and it's a pleasure to have you with us on The Thinking Muslim. Oh, wa alaikum thank you for inviting me. Well, I've been uh, thinking to invite you for some time, and uh, I know you brought with you a lot of uh, artifacts, cultural artifacts, and alhamdulillah, you've changed. You've yeah, made my. brought my toys. You've made, you've brought some Zen maybe to my, uh, to my studio here. So uh, we really are going to talk about culture today, and um, 
maybe zoom out and think about how culture fits in to Islam and and the way we as Muslims view uh, the world around us. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Dr. Naoki, when I meet a Japanese person, uh, I think according to Japanese culture, uh, I'm not meant to shake their hands or make any physical contact. But Muslims, as you know, shake hands. Muslims, they hug. Some Muslims, Arab Muslims, they kiss you as well, which I find sometimes a bit uncomfortable. Uh, how does a Japanese convert navigate these different cultures? Um, to be honest, like, let me start from my own experiences. Yeah. I became Muslim uh, like 14 years ago. Yes. And I became Muslim in Egypt. And I went to e- in Cairo to study uh, like standard uh, like Arabic. Uh, so I studied in Arabic like a language school. Yeah. At the time, I was a non-Muslim. Uh, but the, everywhere I walked the like, street on the... Uh, like. Uh, like Zamalek or like Gama Hussain or every like a street. Hmm. Uh, and for example, when I enter a restaurant, you know, they always like welcome me, like Ya Habibi, Ya Habibi, and they all hug me. But I still remember, you know, the warmth that, you know, uh, when they hug. And of course, like this, I don't know, the, how can I say, like this physical contact, contact, yeah, physical contact might be really like, new to like a Japanese, but I can definitely say that now, like, it's definitely Japanese, like, Japanese youth, like, they're really, like, struggling and suffering from, like, loneliness. You know, right. they feel some, like, attachment. Yeah. And it may be very like, strange to them, but also it has a like, really, like, beautiful impact. Really? Because I still remember, you know, the worms that, you know, they hug me, they walk in, they, they shake hands with me. Yes. And sometimes, you know, this, like, hugging uh, might be, like, more, like, inspiring than just, like, talking about Islam or, like, arguing about Islam or yes. improving Islam in, like, words. And, you know, the, I'm also, like, becoming old. I'm 33 years old and also, like, become an old man. And, you know, <laughs> when, when you get aged, like, it's really difficult to adapt to different cultures. Yes. Like, for example, now I live in Turkey for, like, five years. And was, uh, I can say that every, every day, you know, I encounter, like, something different from really? Japanese culture. Yeah. But uh, especially for the young people, you know, they are adap- adaptable. You know, they are more open uh, towards the different cultures. Yeah. For example, now, and now the five, no, the six, like, non-Muslim ah. Uh, like a Japanese students yes. are studying like a Turkish language uh, at the, the Ibn Haldun University uh, for the intensive like a Turkish language like summer school. Oh. Uh, but they're really enjoying in Turkey, like living in Istanbul. Yes, and some of them are really open uh, to the like, Turkish cultures, and right. they're always like uh, going, trying to like going out Istanbul and just traveling. Hmm. So yes, like there are so many differences, but we also must know that we we should not like orientalize like ourselves. Hmm. Uh, it means like you know that. Uh, you know, it's, in the end, this is just a cultural difference. Yes. yes. That's very interesting. And so you've talked there about uh, a Japanese exchange. There are students here mm-hmm. who are uh, Muslims. They've become Muslims and they're learning. Oh, they're, non- oh. they're non-Muslims? Oh, which one? Uh, you, yeah, the students at Ibn Haldun who have come oh, for the summer course. Oh, they are like course. non-Muslim. Yeah. Uh, but I also have like Jap- my Japanese like Muslim students. Yes. Uh, like two of them are studying at Ibn Haldun. Yeah. And another one, they're studying at the Turkish language schools. Yeah. And another three Japanese, no, two, another two Japanese Muslim yeah. uh, will also come to Istanbul really? uh, to study like Islamic studies. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, and they are also, uh, and one of the beautiful things about Istanbul is that uh, the, uh, the, the, this Istanbul, this Istanbul city itself, it has like a, uh, it has a really beautiful like a cultures. Yes. Like it means like you know you can feel that Islam is not about words. Islam is not about ideologies. Like Islam is in how you live. 
Yes. Uh, because the, I myself is also like a minority Muslim, so mm. I live in Japan. Yes. And I, maybe like, you know better, but living Muslim in a non-Muslim country is tough. Like, yes. Sometimes it's really challenging. Yeah. And sometimes you have to encounter like kind of like uncomfortable questions uh-huh. or something you have to prepare like every, like every day, like every morning when you wake up. Yes. Like you have to be ready that when you go to the schools or universities or the company, that somebody that you have to expect, uh, you have to ready that somebody like ask you uncomfortable questions or something you have to argue with that. Yeah. But the, not everyone is like, you know, the super genius. Like we are not like a Ghazali. Yeah. And sometimes you fail to, you know, argue with, uh, argue some things. Yes. And something you, at the time, you feel so lonely and you think that, uh, that we think that we are the failure. Right. Uh, but still like, but in Istanbul, at least, you know, uh, there's another Japanese like brother mm. who recently they came to Istanbul. Mm. And he's, uh, he said to me that in Istanbul, that you feel that you belong to this community. Right. You belong to these people. Yeah. And this is you know, one of the beautiful, beautiful things about like, living in Istanbul. And especially like, for the like, new like, Japanese Muslim converts, that in order not to see Islam as just like, you know, the fix, I don't know, like, uh, like an internet like, package that you can download and install or something. Yes. Uh, like, I, want, I want my Japanese students to know that Islam is like a way of living. And this like way of living means that you know Islam is not about like, like becoming like someone like perfect like a Muslim, mm. but you know this is try and error. You know this you know this, the journey of like making mistakes or like trying to correct ourselves mm. and trying to guiding ourselves you know to the you know hakika or the hak. You know the whole process is like a beautiful journey. Sure. And to something you know Turkey is really like a good good country that which you know give us you know this opportunity to contemplate. You know the, the what are the Muslim, uh, what does it mean to be Muslims. Yeah. And what does it mean to like seek the Islam? You talked there about um, the potential friction that may exist when mm. someone becomes a Muslim mm. in Japan. You became a Muslim 14 years ago. So just explain that potential friction. What type of questions and, and uh, what type of atmosphere was created around you and your family when you became Muslim? Uh, to be honest, like personally, I didn't encounter like any like discriminations or mm. like challenges uh, mm. among my like my I know, like social immediate group yeah. Uh, circle. Yeah, but I also, but I heard some stories that you know, the, when they become Muslim, uh, when they become Muslim, some people you know ask them that oh you become. Uh, some people saying to them that oh you become like a terrorist, <laughs> or or uh, also like in Japanese society, you know, drinking alcohol is like really important to really? socialize. Okay, like you know, the drinking alcohol means that to showing like you know, the, uh, like uh, like love towards others. <laughs> And it's really difficult to you know, turn down you know, invitation to like a drinking party. Yes. Uh, and when you, when you cannot like, attend, you know, this like, we call nomikai, it means like drinking party. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really difficult to like make friends. And I heard some stories like, you know, that there are some Japanese Muslims who are uh, struggling to, I mean, the suffering that, you know, they lose the, the uh, they lose the, you know, humor the like friends mm. or like in you know, the uh, relationship they had yes before becoming muslim and they have to like rebuild themselves well another like, challenge that i heard from my friends is that for example like when like muslim like, children uh try to to practice some like japanese uh like cultures like karate mm. or the japanese tea ceremony yeah. like in the muslim like parents parents or the family uh, they are really afraid that they are engaging with so-called like a non-Muslim 
like right. a cultures, right? Or like in the uh, something they call like you know, like infidel like cultures. Ah, now, for example, I also encountered like similar uh, like things. But, uh, uh, I think it was like summer festival something. You know, I wear like a Japanese kimono like this. Yes, and the one like Japanese brother, uh, not Japanese, uh, not Muslim brother. Like he he didn't have bad intention, but he innocently asked me that why are you wearing the infidel like clothes. In Japan, ah uh, yes, in Japan, he was a Japanese. Not Japanese, ah. but still, I I don't remember his nationalities. But at yeah. the time, I was really shocked because yeah. I never thought that you know this Japanese cultures or like a clothes or practice is something right. called like an infidel like a cultures. <laughs> yes, and uh, <clears throat> and the at the time, you know, I was still like a new Muslim, so yeah. you know, I was really ashamed of myself. Yeah. That it seems like you know, I am the inheritor of this like infidel like culture. So was there an expectation that you had to dispense with all of Japanese culture mm -hmm. to become a true Muslim? Ah uh, yes, because you know, like some like you know, Jap like Muslim friends like uh, like asked me that you know I I need to like be more like a pure like a Muslim. Ah, but here like you know, usually this the like, pure means like you know the like discard. Uh, like a Japanese culture mm. and em and embrace like Arab Islamic cultures right. or like Pakistani Islamic cultures or uh -huh. Indonesian like Islamic cultures, which yeah. is very like, good. And, you know, they all like beautiful yes. like, Islamic cultures. Yes. But now, uh, now I the four, like fourteen years has passed, like since I became Muslim. Yes. You know, I have started to think that you know, this meaning that I was born and raised the Japanese. And also, I chose the way of Islam, and now mm -hmm. I become like a Japanese, like Muslim, like a convert. Mm -hmm. And I read in you know, one article, uh, which is written by the Sheikh Umar Farooq Abdullah, which mm -hmm. is the Islam and cultural imperative. Mm -hmm. And in the, in, the, in the introduction of this article, uh, he argued that you know, Islam itself is like colorless; it's like life-giving, like horse. It's yes. like water. Yeah. Uh, so the, it, it has, it only has like a sweet and like inspiring energy. Mm. And this in the water with Tawheed reflect in you know, the color mm. of the, the indigenous like a soil. Right. That it means like when Islam like reached to the like Persia, they, yes. they reflect in you know, the Persian like yeah. cultures. Oh. And when it reached like a Turkey, that it create like Anatolian like Islamic cultures. Mm. And when it reached the subcontinent like Asian, like it, uh, it creates like a Pakistani like Islamic cultures or Bengali right. Islamic cultures. Really. And in Chinese also the same and Africa. Well. Then like why not like a Japanese like Islamic cultures? I'm not talking about like dogmatic things. Like mm. dogma is always the same. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they is. <coughs> but uh, for example, like, when I, when I say about you know, this Japanese Islamic cultures, like I avoid using like Islamic cultures. Mm. I always use like Islamic cultures, mm. uh, which I following the definition of the uh, definition coined by Marshall Hudson, uh -huh. a famous historian. Yes, yeah. Uh, in his uh, famous book, you know, The Venture of Islam, uh, he strictly used uh, uh, qualify the definition of what it means like Islamic and what it means like Islamic. Mm. And he had, according to Marshall Hudson, the like, Islamic or Islam is only uh, is about religion mm. and religion like universal teaching. That whenever right. they go, it's always the same. Yes. But this Islamic kid, it's like it's, it's more like a cultural aspect or like a culture, uh, which is uh, imagined or invented by Muslim, mm. but can be shared uh, by both Muslim and also like a non-Muslim. Mm. So here, like what I, the, my this guy my so-called Japanese Islamic cultural like a pro, like a project. Hmm. Like, I'm trying to like design a like, handicraft or the uh, like a calligraphies or or this like tea ceremony or tea ceremony project. Like, they all you know I want to create something 
which is in, which is strongly inspired by Islamic Islamic spirituality. Mm. But the, I want to create something which can be like practiced or enjoyed by both Muslim and also like non-Muslim. So, are you trying to Islamize mm. aspects of Japanese culture? Uh, so here, like this, the, I don't mean to like Islamize Japanese cultures. I'm trying to find like the the beauty of Japanese cultures yeah. and try to create like new creativities. Mm. Uh, here, uh, for example, a good example is that this is the, this is like a Japanese like tea set, yes. uh, which I use like for like, my Japanese tea ceremony. Yes, and this is called natsume, like tea container. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's natsume means tamar dates. Yeah, so. This uh, existence of natsume, this thing, key container itself, shows that you know Japanese culture is like open culture because yes. dates never grow in Japan. Uh-huh. This is imported like fruits, yeah. which came to I don't know the early like 13th century, 15th century. I don't know exactly the date. Yeah. Uh, but here, for example, like, in this like tea container, that uh, in this tea ceremony, this tea master they yeah. always like bring uh, like a different tea container which yeah. reflects you know the beauty of the ever season. Mm. Which now it's summer. Mm. So I bring the tea container, which uh, shows the like beauty of the like young uh, like leaves, mm. uh, like uh, like green like right. leaves. Yes. And another like in the characteristic of this you know, this the aesthetic aesthetics of this the Japanese tea ceremony is that they're trying to show the the beauty of like simplicity. Yes. I mean this now it is so. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 now this table is not the manifestation of simplicity because like too many, too many toys. But, yeah. but for example, usually like they, they are, they prefer to use like this black color. Uh-huh. Uh, but this, the black color is represent, you know, the pure, like a heart, yes. which uh, removed, removed all the destruction of mm. this dunya. Mm. And in during this tea ceremony performance, uh, there is a moment that tea master carefully like a clean this, this tea container. Mm. Uh, and this is actually like a metaphorical like a performances. Like when you clean this tea container, actually you're cleaning your heart. Ah. So this is like an aim of this tea ceremony. Yes. So this tea ceremony is not like a like a superficial like a Starbucks thing, so like just like having a coffee. Yes. Ha- like sipping a coffee for fun. Yeah. Like this tea ceremony is actually a spiritual uh, like a training, which is practiced by like a Japanese like artist. Uh-huh. Then I call this like a Disney, I call this imagining Japanese Islamic culture as like a semantic a process of like semantic reconstruction. It means like when Japanese artists use this tea container or the or polish, or the performances of polishing the tea container as a metaphor of the cleaning the heart, yes. that we can also bring like a similar like practices in the Islamic cultures huh. and try to like combine it. Right. So this uh, so uh, based on this idea, for example, I have started to the, the design. Like Islamic like a tea container. Ah, so this yeah. has Arabic calligraphy on it. Oh yes. Have you ever visited Bursa? Yes, I have. Yes. Uh, have you ever visited Ulujami? Yes, of you know, course. You know there are lots of you know, Islamic yeah, calligraphy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you saw this in the calligraphy in yeah, Ulujami. Yeah, so. Yes. This is for uh, this is for wild like, calligraphy. Ah. And some Tur- Turkish like dervishes like Sufi master. Yes. Uh, they interpret this for wild. So tuwa is the uh, the metaphor of the asman la husna, the beautiful okay. nays on law. Yes. Uh, so this uh, this uh, so this tuwa tuwa is the metaphor of the, the person who are uh, who are longing for Allah. Right. So this is the metaphor of like a zikr, like Allah, like yeah. Allah. Yes. So like when when we are like uh, so when we are like organizing this called Islamic tea ceremony, yes. the team staying can like get this polishing. Uh, this tea container, uh-huh. and I, we can use like a metaphorical performances, like you know how Muslim are trying to like a clean uh, clean their heart. Mm. 
by like remembering Allah, like Zikr. Mm. So in this way, uh, like, and I'm not like trying to create like an additional like religious like in the practices to mm. towards Islam. Mm. Like this is like how the uh, this is uh, could be like a method to introduce like Islamic spirituality to like non-Japanese audiences. Mm. Uh, because in the Ottoman uh, in Ottoman times, the Ottoman scholar they classify the ilm the knowledges into yes. two categories. Right. One is the ilm qad, and another one is the ilm had. Mm. The ilm qad. And it may had. Okay. And qad is like a call in the words. Yes. So it's the knowledge which can be conveyed through like words yeah. or the argument. And it may had is like a knowledge which cannot be uh, cannot cannot be conveyed through the words. Mm. It means the knowledge can be like conveyed through the atmosphere right. or like spiritualities. Right. So this is like a Japanese like handicraft. It is like a mess, is the uh, like a practice of this like it may had. Like you don't have to like also like two hundred or three hundred like volumes like books, mm. or like, you don't have to like you know uh, like you don't have to like write uh, academic articles, or you don't have to organize like YouTube channels and try to like debate like among like atheists or something. Mm. Like it could be also like, in the the influencing way, mm. but there is like a hadith which called tohadisinnas ala kadriyukurhim, like tohadisinnas ala kadriyukurhim. Or another rivaya says that hadisinnas bimayyarifun, hadisinnas bimayyarifun, and and in when when I observe the Japanese culture, like I see like so many like ilmi had practices. Right. Like Japanese, like now I'm now I'm into like interviewing like programs, so I'm a little bit talkative. But usually I'm so silent. <laughs> I never talk because I'm Japanese. <laughs> the Japanese are so quiet. Right here, yes. And some people think you know Japanese doesn't have any like emotions or heart because they, they never talk something. But actually yeah. it's not. Like yeah. we are practicing this ilmi had. Right. Like uh, who is this during tea ceremony is also the same. Like usually the team has to never talk, but. But they try to like prepare like one cup of tea with like utmost like care. Yes. And this is the based on this Japanese aesthetics that if you cannot take care of this in one single like a cup of tea mm. with uh, with utmost like focus, then you cannot like serve to the others. Right. Or you can serve the loved one because right. everything should be like equal. Ah. So this tea ceremony is like a, this like a process of nurturing this spirituality. Uh, so like. Uh, <coughs> To like engaging with like the uh, like handicraft or art of the like Edomihad. Yes. Another, I'm sorry, I'm going off. No, topic, please. Maybe. Another like tea container I have design. It's called Can You Read? Uh, this, this is also Persian and mm. Turkish. Means okay. hitch, like nothingness. Right. Have you ever visited like Uzbek Tekisi? No. Uh, it's in Uskidar. I'm ah. sure you haven't visited actually. The Uzbek Tekisi is in the top, in the top of the hill of Uskidar. Uh-huh. And this is. And this Sufi lodges, and now it's not used for Sufi lodges because you know the whole history of Turkish sure. Republic. Yeah. Uh, but before the modernization, the Ottoman, uh, so this, the Uzbek like traveler, usually dervishes, mm. uh, they uh, stop in this Uzbek Tekesi on the way to the Hajj. And when they stay there, you know, they are practicing like Naqshbandi, like Zikr, or like Sufi, or the training, mm. or they're using for the education. Mm. And I have visited this Uzbek Tekesi, I think 11 or 12 years ago. Uh, when I was still undergraduate, and uh, when I entered the Sufi lodges, uh, there was a calligraphy hung in uh, hung in the uh, like entrance, mm. and it said like hitch. And at the time, I didn't know Persian and nor Turkish. I only knew Japanese. But I asked my like a Turkish friend like what is the meaning of this calligraphy, mm. and he told me the story. The hitch, hitch means nothingness, mm. and this nothingness is the purpose of uh, like a Sufi training. Right, because he said that like, you know, in the modern modern education, uh, we always try to become like a someone, or like we trying to get like a something, but in the Sufi training, that you know, we all try to become like a nothing, 
uh, to clean our heart mm. and to serve like only for our, our Lord. Mm. So, and I and I am really inspired by story. Like you know that memory still like lingers in my heart. Mm. So that's why I have designed this like a, a tea ceremony handicraft. It's called I, I call this a hitch natsume. I'm working with the non-Muslim like a Japanese traditional artisan right. in Kyoto. Yes. Uh, now, because now the Japanese have become so modernized and also secularized, huh. so like I think most of the Japanese like they go to like I- I- IKEA. You know? Do you know IKEA? IKEA. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, because if you are like a believer of the capitalism, uh, like in the furniture in the IKEA is like reasonable mm. and also is like well designed. So there is no like in there is no reason for like a modern Japanese to to show respect to their like you know, traditional yeah. like handicrafts. Yeah. So that's why now you know, Japanese artisans are like losing jobs and really struggling. Really. But uh, as like a Japanese Muslim, for example, like which one is like more like Islamic? Like buying your furniture and like, going to IKEA and buying your furniture, mm. or like going to like traditional uh, like atelier uh, where where you can uh, where you know this Japanese traditional artisan working and mm. and also like visiting them mm. and trying to like design. Like a new, like Islamic handicraft to yeah. support, like a traditional, like a Japanese cultures. Yes, I think the latter one is more like Islamic, mm. because like when I'm designing this Japanese tin container, for example, I explained history of the Ulujami mm. or the Bursa, yes, and also the history of the Ottoman Empire, yes, and also uh, to to the non-Muslim, like a Japanese artisan, I also explained the spirituality of Hitch, and but every time I I I, I told this story. Uh, they never, you know, these Japanese artisans, they never show any discriminations. Mm. And they're really interested in hearing these stories. And but like, uh, some people ask me, especially like Muslim, like brothers and sisters, ask me that, how, that what would be like the best like da'wah? Yes. And you know, the best way to like teach Islam to the Japanese audiences? Yeah. But we have to be very careful because like, you know, now everybody's talking about da'wah. Yeah. Uh, because, but... In the same time, I feel like a little bit. Ar- I found a little bit arrogance in my heart because like it, that this always talking about dawa, showing that you know that we are believing that we have the enough authorities or that we are capable enough to like teach like Islam mm-hmm. to like non-Muslim audiences. Uh, but imagine like you know, uh, uh, if the Japanese like even though even though they are already into Islam, that the if the Muslim are trying to teach uh, Muslim what came to Japan. Uh, with the attitude that we know something and trying to teach that this one is like Islamic, this one is non-Islamic, and mm. this one is halal, and this one is haram, like mm-hmm. people get tired of it because the Japanese are already feeling stressed. Like twenty people are committing suicide. Like you know, they are already mm-hmm. living the pre- yeah. <laughs> living daily life with a strong pressure, and they don't want the extra pressure. Yes. And uh, so, but without design, it's like uh, when I this Japanese handicrafts, like like, and when I'm having a discussion with this, this Japanese artisan. And I also think that this is also like a, like a dawa. humble, like yeah. a dawah. Yeah, yeah. Because in this way, you know, I am able to talk about like Islamic like spirituality. Uh, can I can I can I ask you a question? So your basic thesis is that for Islam to be successful, and I I'm sure we'll question what what mm-hmm. is successful. But for for Islam to be successful in Japan, mm-hmm. Muslims cannot afford to present a culture. Uh, that is distinct from Japanese culture. In fact, your argument seems to be that yes, we can um, we can re- rework sometimes uh, or add to uh, Japanese mm-hmm. culture. But when we uh, convey Islam, 
Mm. And that conveyance doesn't have to be necessarily through word. But when mm. we convey Islam, we have to be very mindful of Japanese culture. Mm. Is your basic argument that dawah is really impossible or very difficult in Japan mm. without first rooting it in Japanese culture? I have like uh, some option to introduce like Islam to like Japanese audiences. Mm. Like, I also like believe that you know, this cultural activity is really important for Japanese, but yeah. also at the same time, that like, Islam can be like exotic, yes, uh, and also Muslim can be exotic. Yeah. But when you want to like try to introduce Islam, the first we have to know uh, that what the Japanese really want to know, oh. or what the Japanese are like searching, yes, and what is the Japanese like suffering. It means that we have to know like a context. Uh, for example. You could wear like Arabic clothes, or you can speak like Arabic, or you can speak like Persians, or you can bring like a biryani to like you know to like Japanese society. Yeah. And everything can be exotic, but still, yeah. like it should be introduced in a way that you know Japanese find uh, some uh, like comfort mm. when they encounter this Islam. Yeah, because as I said, you know now now every year like twenty thousand people come in this society, like twenty thousand people, like it's huge. Right. And so there's a discontentment in Japanese yeah, society. Yeah, discontentment, and I I can really say like a despair. And yeah. also, have you ever watched like Squid Game in Netflix? Mm, yes. You yes. Oh, did you watch Squid Game? We have a South Korean. Korean you yes. should watch. You're yes. Korean. For for our <laughs> audience, we have someone yeah, from I, South Korea here today. Yeah, I, yes. I'm so. Uh, so some people think that this is just like you know the shallow like a superficial like, entertaining movie, yeah. but actually it's not. Like, it's yeah. a reflection. Of the more than like a Korean societies, and right. also like the, I feel so many like similar like uh, like problem. Yeah, in Japan, uh, it's also existing in Japan. So there like, is there is loneliness, loneliness, yeah, and like ugly, uh, like competing, and people ought to always try to like uh, like condemn or like judge people yeah. without knowing the context. Yeah. And you and you and you remember you know when the player make mistake or penalty foul, they immediately they go killed in the squid game. Right. Like this is in how the Japanese people feel. Really. For example, what is the most missing in the contemporary Japanese society is the culture of the uh, forgiveness, mm. uh, or the culture of you know, showing like empathy. Mm. Uh, that's why I'm saying like you can bring, for example, like biryani to the Japanese society, yeah. but. You should not bring biryani to like cancel like the Japanese cultures or like try to like deny like Japanese cuisine. Yeah. Like for example, if you find like a Japanese who are like, uh, so you can bring this biryani to like a Japanese who are really like suffering with like loneliness yeah. or like or they're suffering. But but I'm struggling to understand when you say bring biryani. Of course, traditionally when Muslims want to do dawah, they don't bring biryani. They huh? bring. A message, uh-huh. a message of hope. They bring uh-huh. Quran. They bring uh, Islamic uh, arguments, you mm-hmm. know, or Islamic discussion points. Uh-huh. Um, if you if you live in a society which has a vacuum and it's uh-huh. empty, and as you said, there's a lack of forgiveness and a lack of empathy, mm-hmm. then surely uh, some of the talking points of Islam would really fit mm-hmm. within the vacuum that is felt within mm-hmm. Japanese society. Is that mm-hmm. not? Do you, do you understand my? Oh my yes, point? I understand. Yeah. Uh, but actually, this is based on my own experiences. Ah. For example, like you know, when I went to Cairo, yes, like I already read, I already read at least like at least like one hundred like books about Islam, oh, okay. and I already have like enough knowledge. But I'm not yet convinced ah. because what I learn from the book and what I see from Egyptian society is so different. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> see any like so-called like Islamic practices when I when I first like uh, came 
to like Cairo. Yes. But I also explained the first Ramadan there. Ah. Ramadan. Yes. And at the time, you know, I was uh, in the day daytime. I studied like, Arabic in the language school. Yeah. And after that, you know, I'm going back to my like shakka, you know, the apartment. Mm. And you know, like, bawab, you know, the uh, gatekeeper uh-huh. in Egypt. So, yes. the, so there was like a bawab in my apartment where I was living. Yeah. And at that time, uh, there was already already like after like after like Maghrib. Mm. So you know, this gatekeeper was having his like iftar, mm. but he was eating like only like one cucumber, like one uh-huh. cucumber and one water. Wow. So he was living a really decent life. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, still non-Muslim. But when I came back to the apartment, and when this Bawab, Bawab like saw me, and I saw him, he immediately you know, gave his like a cucumber, like a last remaining cucumber, like to me mm. without any hesitation. Mm. And at that time, you know, I convinced that there are the people who are really believing like Islam. Mm. They were practicing Islam. Great. So this is why I'm talking about this biryani, like you know, yeah. because many, some people think that in Islam, you know, that is, Islam can only introduce like a correctly. Mm. Through like a words at mm. first, and then you know they will start practices. Mm. But in my case, first I still remember the taste of cucumber. Like mm. it's not ta- it's not tasty at all. It was hideous. But still, yeah. you know, I never had such a sweet cucumber in my whole life uh, mm. because like, it ha- it contains like a taste of like ehsan. So this is why I'm talking yeah. about in you know, the power of like ilmihad, ah. like ilmihad, in you know, atmosphere. Yes. Because he put his dua into this like hum- humble like a cucumber. Okay, so. If so, your original discussion was about um, yeah trying to bring Islam in line with or at least attuned to mm. aspects of traditional uh, or reviving even because maybe mm. the younger population have lost connection with some of these old traditions. So reviving mm. these old traditions, but bringing an Islamic veneer to it or an Islamic uh, part to it. Mm. But at the same time, I find in the West, um, especially amongst uh, British people, so I'm talking now from a British experience, uh, a lot of non-Muslims, they come to Islam because they feel um, Islamic values. So as you said, the atmosphere of Islam, but they feel those Islamic values, not just uh, in in observing Islamic texts, but through observing Islamic cultures. Mm. So the very fact that outside of the Masajid, you have Mm. got... Muslims who are very close to one another and they hug one another and they very they they're very relatable and they they try to share in each other's problems mm. that softens them to to Islam or for example uh, our brother here who's who's from Korea you know he saw the um the way in which Muslims mm. they they view gender roles and they mm. they observe the role of a man and his responsibility and the role of women and and how Islam you know builds in a a type of of structure in society that is in line with your fitrah right mm-hmm. so so these values come from i suppose my question is um uh for for the ordinary japanese person if he, he was to observe or she was to observe mm-hmm. islam and islamic practice mm-hmm. and even muslim cultures mm-hmm. wouldn't that endear them towards islam mm-hmm. Wouldn't, I didn't ask them, wouldn't that bring them closer to, to, the, to Islam? I think so. But as I said, I think that in right now, the most thing that in Japanese one is like in the spirit of forgiveness. Ah. So you don't have to show like the full package of Islamic cultures. Right. Just show like one, like a tiny, like a uh, tiny practice of forgiveness that could be like inf- uh, convincing enough yes. for Japanese to embrace Islam. Right. This is what I feel. Yeah. But as for going back to this culture of product, 
Yeah. Like, as I said, if you were just like a believer of the capitalism, yes. there's no reason for Japanese to buy like traditional handicraft. But for the Muslim, for the Muslim, we have a reason to show respect mm. to, like, to, to the Japanese traditional cultures. For example, now, I, uh, today, you know, I wear this traditional Japanese clothes called kimono. kimono. Yes. Yeah, kimono. Yeah. Like, uh, I believe like, this is so Islamic. Yes. Because it covers like a body line. Yeah. And I think like, this is more Islamic and like a modern, like a, like a suit, like Western suits mm. or like a tight like, t-shirts yes. and jeans. Like fisting, like, yes. Uh, so it means like Muslims have more like a stronger reason to mm. wear this Japanese like a kimono. Yes, yeah. And remember like, you know, for example, like my, one, my like a Japanese uh, Muslim like a brother in a friend innocently asked me the why, wearing, why I'm wearing like infidel clothes. Yeah. But I studied the history of kimono uh, after that. And do you, do you know that? Uh, do you know these like inner like a shirt we we when we wear the over the kimono? Okay. And the name uh, name of this inner kimono is called juban. Uh huh. Juban. Okay. It's from it's from Arabic. Oh. Can you guess which word? Like juban, juban, juba, juba. Juba. Yes. 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 Sorry, I'm a bit yeah. slow. Yes. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's tougher than that. Yeah. So actually, it's originally Arabic clothes. How how does it get, so, explain the etymology? So, yes. Yeah, so. In the 14th century, 15th century, so yeah. Japanese merchant bought jubba ah. from, I think, the, uh, the, uh, the merchant from the Portuguese. Oh. And they had a connection with the Andrus. So, yes. they, had, they, know, so they also bring like, Muslim clothes. Yes. And there's no strong historical records, but some, some of the studies show that you know, Japanese merchants, you know, they love you know, the beauty of the jubba so much. Yeah. So they started to wear uh, this jubba as like an inner like, kimono. Ah. And still... And this juban is like a Japanese, like uh, so, so Japanese trans, like, accent. Hmm. So the, when we so when we wearing this kimono, actually the Japanese are wearing a half Arab and oh. half Japanese like, cultures. Do the Japanese generally understand this, or it's not? Common? I mean, when they when they Google <laughs> the juban, yeah, it's there. It's on Wikipedia. Yeah, maybe. it's on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> so in this way. Uh, actually, like, when I talk, when I'm talking about the Japanese cultures, like, this Japanese culture is not not a pure Japanese culture. This uh -huh. Japanese culture is yes. also like a reflection of, of like course. diversity of Japanese societies. Yeah. And this Islamic like handicraft is the same. Like, if you are just like ordinary Japanese, like going to IKEA is more like, reasonable, orational even. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but if you have Japanese Muslim, and if you really think that you know, this Tawhid is like a colorless, like a life giving, like inspiring water. Which really reflects you know, the color of the indigenous like cultures. Mm. Like only like Japanese Muslim or like Muslims have a reason to show respect and reason to revive you know the beauty of the Japanese culture. Mm. So this is why I think that I'm not trying to like bring like something new yes. uh, to like a Japanese community. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to like help you know the Japanese uh, Japanese like society to remember the yeah. true beauty of the Japanese culture. And also the same way that why I'm doing this, like, why I'm introducing this Japanese Islamic culture mm. uh, to, like, a Muslim community, like, outside of Japan, like, mm. in Istanbul or yeah. in London yeah, yeah. or to the American, like, Muslim communities. Yeah. Because now we have, like, more and more, like, Islamic, like, discourse, but we have, like, less and less, like, Islamic culture. Like, now we have so, too, we have surrounded, like, too many, like, words who are trying to arguing about like in the Islam, who are trying to like prove the correctness of Islam, mm. but now in this like modern times that we don't have enough time to contemplate uh, the spirituality of like Islam. And when it comes, for example, the cultures, the in the Western language, I 
search some of the dictionaries said the opposite word of the, you know, the culture in the Western language is the nature. Mm. So nature versus like a cultures. Right. So that's why that when you visit that uh, when you visit when we visit uh, like a modern like a garden in Paris or the or the or the UK, mm. you know the, you know, the garden, good. Uh, so garden is like so like artificial, and it has like symmetric pattern mm. because this is how the Western or the Western and the uh, how do you say Western philosophy or Western aesthetics think about the culture. It means like using like a manpower. To control like over like nature, mm. but when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the East Asian language, I think it's also the same in Korean and also Chinese. Mm. The opposite word of the, in the culture, I mean bunka, is called buka. Buka, mm. and both words means trying to teach the people like adab, like etiquette, mm. trying to like discipline like people. But buka, you know, the opposite word of the culture is trying to like discipline people with using the using power mm. and the fear, and bunka. Uh, bunka is also like they're trying to teach the etiquette toward the people without using the power mm. or without using the authority. Mm. And, and in this like this practice is, I believe that this is like uh, this true. I believe that this is a true practice of the like, bunka, you know, the culture yeah. in the East Asian sense. That yes. without using any like soft power, which is supported by like a, nation, like, a certain nation state, yeah. or without using any like authority. Uh, to try to like prove the correctness of something, mm. and I'm just like giving you know atmosphere the places you know so that the people you know, can contemplate uh, uh, what the meaning of the Islam. So, so, do you see yourself as an informal diplomat for Japanese culture? Ah, uh, no, I never thought because like uh, I don't know, I, I don't like the word like a diplomat I mean, because or, you, know, <laughs> you, know, or, you know, someone who's um, uh, who's part of the soft power oh, yeah. drive of the of Japan. Uh, so the reason why I'm saying is that you know now now usually many people uh, there are so many people who are trying to like prove themselves yes. or trying to become like a representative of someone yes uh, especially in the YouTube or TikTok you know there are so many like you know the Muslim <laughs> brothers and sisters yeah. try to try to convey like a correct message of Islam yeah but me myself you know I know I know I know my limit I'm yeah. still like 33 years old yes and I'm not like insan kamil or like a murshid like a kamil like you know, I mean I'm not perfect like a religious leader or something. Mm. Like, Yes, like I'm designing all this culture to introduce like Islamic spirituality to the Japanese audiences and also Muslim audiences. But yes. before everything, uh, all these handicrafts for me, like in the, this is like a method uh-huh. for me to contemplate about Islam. Right. And this is actually a reflection of all my memory. Yes. For example, like this calligraphy uh-huh. is the, um, so this art is called uh, Turkish marbling, uh-huh. I believe. Yes, and this one is a Chinese scroll. Okay. So this is like integration of the Chinese culture yes. and like a Turkish culture, and this one, this flower is called hyacinth. 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 Yes. 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 Uh, in Turkish, we call sumbul. Uh-huh. And I use this. Ha- I use his hanging scroll uh, in my like in his, uh, Japanese tea ceremony like a workshop. Yes, uh, because usually in the uh, in the traditional Japanese tea room, the tea master always like a you know hang, yes. a hanging scroll, just but, one scroll. Yeah, one scroll. Yeah. Usually, this hanging so this like Chinese character yeah. is a quotation from like Zen Buddhism like textbooks. Uh-huh. So we call like Zengo, like Zen words. So this yeah. is how you know, tea artists are trying to introduce like Zen words. Right. But since I'm Muslim, you know, I feel a little bit I don't know the awkward when yeah. I try always like see these Zen words. Yes. And I, I was imagining what if that we, like Japanese Muslim artists, can ima- can create our own like hanging scroll 
to introduce Islamic spirituality. Yeah. So the reason why I put this the the, the picture of the high thing is the. Do you know the story of Sumbur Effendi? Sumbur no. Effendi. So this is a Turkish. Yeah, he's a Turkish yeah. uh, Sufi master. Uh-huh. So the story of the Sumbur Effendi is that uh, his master uh, one day his master uh, asked his students to bring the most beautiful flower in this dunya to bring the most beautiful flower in this dunya. Right. And one student bring like uh, bring the rose. And another student bring uh, like a tulip. Another bring uh, bring like a, the like a fancy, uh, like beautiful like a flower. Mm. But only the Sumbur Effendi, uh, Effendi brought a uh, really like a withered, you know, the old, you know, with the flower, the hyacinth, which is about to die. Mm. And the master got curious and he asked, you know, the Sumbur Effendi, how come you brought this like a bit like ugly ish like a flower, mm. uh, flower? Uh, and the Sumbur Effendi answered, so. so uh, uh, I went to I went to the uh, like a field and I observed you know, the flower, but the most of fra- but the living flowers they are all like busy with like longing for Allah, like doing the zikr towards Allah, and I didn't harm their life. Mm. Uh, but I found like one like hyacinth, like which was about to like die. Mm. So that's I have I have brought this like a hyacinth, you know, to show like to show like a mercy of the Allah. And this master of Sumbra Effendi like, uh, said that this is exactly the answer that I was waiting. Because the, actually this was like a test. Like he asked you know, students to like, bring the most beautiful flower in this earth. Mm. But according to the perspective of Allah, like everything is beautiful. That everything was created equal. Uh, uh, and what we can do is not, not choosing which flower is beautiful and which flower is ugly or not judging which flower is uh, which flower is like more beautiful? Yes, but bring this like rahma of Allah or uh, in in this dunya uh, to bring to show the equality of the all creation. Yes, like this. So yeah. when I when I sh- put this like this uh, uh, hanging scroll yeah. in my workshop, like uh, I I uh, I am able to like introduce uh, like a story of the Sumbra Effendi uh, to like Muslim audiences and yeah. non-Muslim audiences. And right yeah. now in Turkey. Uh, it's quite unfortunate that this Ottoman Empire has like so rich, so beautiful, like Tassel culture, but mm. most of the young generation, they don't know much about their mm. own culture, their right. own heritage. Right. And something they feel that, you know, this like talking about Tassel war or talking about Islam is too political or too ideological. And something they feel ashamed that, you know, they are growing up in this like a conservative, like a background. Yes. But, uh, but I, I'm encouraging, especially like young Turkish, uh, like people that, like studying about Ottoman culture is cool, or like this, or like or this Ottoman, uh, or the studying about the like Ottoman science is cool. Yes, you know this Ottoman culture like beautiful, yeah. and also like it. This Ottoman culture is not like fixed culture, uh, which you can bring like this whole package of the Ottoman culture everywhere and mm. stay like and and it stays like as like a Turkish form. Yeah. Like this Ottoman culture itself is also like like uh, it's also like water of like Tawhid. Yes. It has like a Turkish like a sense or Turkish like a color. But when it reached to like Japan or Korea or any region, mm. it also give like a life giving energy uh, to like indigenous soil uh, to like to revive you know, the beauty of, of the like local cultures. Mm. For example, that we uh, when I'm showing this like a school to the Japanese audiences, yeah. I'm not trying to like uh, trying to like prove like the beauty of Islamic cultures. Yeah. Like I'm just using this as like a vehicle. Uh, to talk 
Like, what would be like a common like spiritual ground like between Japanese culture and Islam, uh, also Islamic and, culture? And so, have you uh, conducted your tea ceremony in Japan? Ah,、uh, yes. Uh, so, and、uh, you had scrolls on the wall which reflected time, I, I, an Islamicate、yeah. culture.、Oh, yes, at the time I haven't designed this hanging scroll. I just、yeah. uh, showed you know concept art of my hanging scroll.、Ah. But I organized this Islamicate work tea workshop、yeah. at Tokyo Jami. Yeah, and this Tokyo like Jami is like、uh, is like built by the uh, di- uh, Turkish like Diyanet,、oh. uh, the Ministry of Religious Affairs. Yes, and in this in this like Islamicate tea workshop,、uh, I saw、uh, so. The second generation, like Japanese Muslim and also non-Muslim Japanese, came.、Mm. And before I organized this workshop, I was really afraid. Maybe you know some Muslims feel uncomfortable and they may throw stones at me because I'm designing so like bidah things. Yes.、Uh, but I'm really surprised that the most,、uh, the, all you know participants really enjoyed it. Especially when I emphasize the point that you know that this the tradition. Respect, showing respect to the traditional culture is not that just like following the traditional blindly,、yeah. but trying to bring the new creativity to traditional cultures. How much do young Japanese people today、uh, learn about traditional Japanese culture, like the tea ceremony? I think so few. Like, so think, it's it's a dying art. Yeah, it might be like less than thirty or twenty percent, but yeah. yet、uh, there are so many Japanese food. So actually, on this. On the ideological aspect, like Japanese may look really like atheist and really like modern, yeah, West,、uh, quite westernized, like, westernized、yes. like people, yeah. But on the practical level,、uh, I can clearly say that Japanese are really like religious and also showing respect for traditions. For example, like in、uh, in Japan, not only in the big cities, but in the small cities, cities where my hometown,、mm. there are like lots of traditional like dojo. Okay. You know the Japanese like、yeah. martial art, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this martial art like developed like through engaging with like Zen Buddhism and Shinto like cultures, right? So in this way, they're still like practicing the like cultural aspect, their own like tradition like cultures, yeah. But when it comes to like, for example, like Muslims,、uh, for example, do you know Kung Fu like Kung Fu? Yes. You know, kung fu pandas, kung fu. Yes. For example, like most of the Muslims think that this kung fu is just like a kung fu panda thing. They just like for entertainment, just like it's more、yeah. than like sports. Yeah. But Uh, if you study about the history of Islam, actually the, there are so many like kung fu school which are developed by Hui Muslim masters. Really, Hui Muslim is a martial like artist. Yeah. So it was also like Islamic sports. But right now, like how many of the Muslim,、mm. not only in Turkey, not only in Japan, not only in China, how many Muslim in the Ummah know、yeah. that this kung fu is an Islamic sport?、Mm. And these in Malaysia, the, there is like a martial art called puncak sedat. Yeah, silat is silat like it's also martial art,、yeah. and this martial art is developed by like Nakshbandi Sufi masters. Yeah, but how many of, for example, Nakshbandis in, for example, in Turkey or in or in the UK, they are like they they know that the puncak silat is Islamic kids like martial arts,、yeah. or they they think that this、mm-hmm. like、uh, the Sufi edu-、uh, the education. Yeah, so I don't know why you're opening、yeah. this topic. <laughs> no, so can I can I ask you then back to、um, young people in in、uh, in Japan.、Um, Can you tell me what the extent to which、um, there is a、uh, there is Islamic conversion? There is there are Muslims in in、mm-hmm. Japan. I mean, it, it's a it's a very big country.、Mm-hmm. Um, how what percentage of Japanese population are indigenous Muslims? Indigenous Muslims are so few. Yeah. So it is said that two hundred thirty thousand Muslims are living in Japan right now. Actually,、okay. it's a quite huge number、yeah. already. Yeah. But I think more than eighty percent or even ninety percent are foreigners from where? Like temporary workers. Uh, living in, the, in big cities like Tokyo, 
from in, so they're from Indonesia Osaka. or from Malaysia. Ma- majority is like Bengalis, ah. uh, from Bangladesh and right. Pakistan yeah. and Indonesians. Yes. Uh, but right now, uh, we have like uh, we have like second generation like Muslims. Uh-huh. Like we have like Indonesian Japanese Muslims. We are Pakistani Japanese Muslim right. and like a Bengali Japanese Muslim. Yes. And I believe like this. So as for the population, that we are just like zero point zero one percent of the whole population in Japan. Like we are just super minorities. Yes. But I really think that this like ethnic diversity is like really beautiful, and I believe it will bring the new creativity yeah. uh, to like Japanese societies. And do do these foreign because again your your original thesis is that um, if Islam is to spread in Japan, it has mm-hmm. to accommodate or it has to in a way uh, be mindful of traditional Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. Um, these Indonesian or Bengali Muslims who are present do they exhibit mm-hmm. the second generation in particular mm-hmm. Japanese traditional culture or do they uh, do they have the cultural traits of their forebears of their forefathers I think so usually the first generation like they only like they they are following the, the culture in the Naturally. homeland yeah and they don't try to get like integrated into the, no. the Japanese society yeah and the second generation in Japan I think now they are in transition so uh, and most of the you know, second generations uh, you know that some of them try uh, really struggling about their identity ah so this is why, you know, I try to encourage this new second generation, like young Japanese Muslims that, you know, that being born as, for example, like Pakistani Japanese Muslims core, yes. like being born as, like, for example, Indonesian Japanese Muslim core, it's like beautiful. Yes. And this, and then they are the one who bring a new creativity to the Japanese society. For example, yes. this Japanese tea ceremony, yeah. like I am the student of Japanese tea ceremony. I think this, this tea ceremony culture is really beautiful, yes. but still this culture is in stagnations. Uh-huh. Like, then most of the, these tea artists, they see this culture as like kind of like authorities, which doesn't accept any uh, like alien like element anymore. Mm. But if we see the history of Japanese tea ceremony, this tradition is about like openness. Tradition is about like the flexibleness that how much you can embrace the alien culture and try to like integrate mm. within the own context and yes. try to create new. For example, this Natsume, name Natsume yes. means dates. It's right. not like Japanese fruits. Yeah. And right now, many people think, for example, this Japanese tea ceremony is like a Zen culture. So that's mm. why I remember you mentioned that you bring like Zen to this world. Yeah, maybe but I was the wrong word. No, it's yes. not okay. Yeah. Like, right now, it's correct. Now, this modern Japanese tea ceremony is heavily influenced by Zen Buddhist culture. Mm. culture. Why? Because Zen Buddhists bring the Zen interpretation to this uh, Japanese tea ceremony. So yes. that's why it became like Zen Buddhism, uh, Zen right. Buddhism like a culture. So practice. by you bringing an Islamic interpretation to the ceremony, uh, yes. you've taken away mm-hmm. the, uh, the the link to Buddhism. Uh, yes, because if you study the early period of this Japanese tea ceremony, yeah. there was like a Catholic tea ceremony too. Really? A Catholic tea ceremony. Like Japanese, like Catholic, like yes. samurais, they were using this th- Japanese tea ceremony yeah. as like a vehicle to introduce like Christianity. So that's what you're audience. doing now. You're bringing yeah. Islam through the tea ceremony. Oh, yes. They would have brought Christianity or Catholicism through the tea ceremony. Yes. Yeah, so in ah. the end, this is just like, a, this is just a tea set. Yeah. Like we, we can talk about the, so this tea set is nothing different than the iPad. For example, this, is it this iPad Islamic or non-Islamic? Yeah. But some people say that this is like un-Islamic because this is built by um, the Apple. Yes. And, up, uh, and, <laughs> and Apple is a manifestation of the American Empire. Yes. And this like tea set, 
And this is not a manifestation of the Japanese Empire or something. This is like just one traditional and a handicraft. Yeah. So in the end, like the what is important is that what kind of intention you have mm. and what kind of vocabulary that you that you use uh, for the for the people who you access with. Yeah. But but I suppose from an Islamic perspective, and and forgive me, I I haven't really studied this in a very deep way. But from an Islamic perspective, my understanding is that. Of course, Islam did not come to replace cultures, uh-huh. but certainly Islam uh, would find it problematic to integrate cultures which have very strong uh-huh. roots that come from other religious religious uh, belief systems. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, yes, we may accept uh-huh. traditional Arab clothing, uh-huh. uh, or we may accept traditional, you know, shalwar kameez in the uh, in the Pakistan or Indian context. Yeah. But certainly, you know, those things which are linked to Hinduism, mm-hmm. one would need to reject. Mm-hmm. So in your in your thinking, in your in the way you view Japanese culture, there is sufficient separation between what you're doing mm-hmm. and these other religious belief systems. So I am I am carefully like observing ah. like Japanese culture. Yeah. But maybe like there are some Japanese like Muslim might or or non-Muslim like Japanese might make mistake by like trying by practicing with unpressable uh, like practices when yeah. trying to create Japanese culture. Yes. But in the end, uh, we must not forget that this learning Islam is not like downloading like data. Mm. Uh, right? Or just like, you know, just if, that, that we cannot become Muslim just watching uh, like YouTube like channels or like just like, just like downloading like PDF files or Islamic books. Like, yeah. For example, uh, when we observe this history of Islamization uh, in the world, Usually, uh, in one region, when they become the, under the Islamic law mm. of the Islamic Empire, mm. at least it takes like three hundred or four hundred years yeah. for the citizen living there yeah. to em- uh, and the majority of citizens will embrace Islam. Yes. Like it takes uh, at least three hundred years or four hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Japan, we only have one hundred years. <laughs> and but some people they are so impatient. You know, they want to see the result as yeah. soon as possible. Yes, but. We have to, but one of the important messages of you know, Islam is like tawakkul. Mm. You know, tawakkul, like we did the, the, the Indian, and Allah will decide when is the best timing for the Japanese society and embrace Islam. When yeah. is the best, best time for the individual yes. to like contemplate and about like, Islam. For example, when it comes to the case in Indonesia, yeah. uh, do you know this uh, you know, shadow puppet art no. in Indonesia? No. Uh, do you know the legend of the Warisango? Indonesia. I'm so Indonesian not, people yeah. believe that nine wadi in Audia ah. uh, from the outside of Indonesia it came, you know, came the archipelago yeah. yeah. and bring bring and uh, introduce Islam yes. to like non-Muslim yeah, like yeah. Java like audiences. Yeah, yeah. And there is one wadi called uh, Sunan Kalijaga. Hmm. Uh, Sunan Kalijaga, he used this shadow puppet, ah. right, which was like actually Hindu culture, hmm. but he used this shadow puppet to teach uh, Siratul Nabawiya. Mm. To like Hindu audiences, and maybe if we only see this as uh, this event as an individual event, uh, and then you can claim that this Sunan Kalijaga uh, is like wrongdoing, like a Muslim, mm. but he's wadi, and I mean, he's yeah. a Sufi saint, yeah. and not only the Sufi saint, he's also like alim, the Islamic mm. scholar. Right. Then it means like there's a hikma in it. Mm. There's a hikma the Sunan Kalijaga, not not step. Now, instead of like authoring the books or instead of like, preaching with the words, you know, there is a hikmah that he chose this like a shadow puppet play to teach Islam to Islam mm. 
to the Hindi audiences. And right now we see the Indonesia. The Indonesia is now the large has a large Muslim population in the world. Yes. So it means within this like four hundred years or five hundred years, like this, it's obvious that Sunan Kalijaga like brought like best seed to like into the Indonesian like society. Yeah. And now the Indonesian, you know, they're authoring the tafsir with the Indonesian languages. Amazing. And yeah. with them, Nahdatul Ulama or Muhammadiyah, like they build like one of the best uh, like so uh, like social. Uh, like institutions, yeah, yeah, and down there in the really big, like Muslim, yeah, uh, like uh, like uh, like social like services. Uh, so yeah, like I think the the Japanese societies also should uh, experiences uh, the same process. Uh, my intention is that I want to make this Islamization process as slow as possible, mm. like as slow as possible, mm. like not just like one second or fifteen seconds, like these start TikTok things, yes. like like I want like. I want to give them like enough time yes. to like understand like real uh, like beauty of like Islam. Isn't there a danger then that generations will pass who don't get to embrace Islam and ultimately are not uh, do not find salvation from uh, from Islam and from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Oh, in Japanese society. In Japanese society, if it's so slow and it takes a long time. Yeah, I think this is what the concern oh, this of is the, the modern, impatience yeah, of Muslim future. Yes. Yeah. But in the end, like, uh, in it, only Allah will decide what the best timing. Okay. Like, like, no matter how we try to like teach Islam, mm. like in the end, we're just like human being. And for example, like maybe, and also, suppose that there was like a Japanese guy that who was like suffering for like loneliness, mm. uh, who was suffering from. And who also who he decided like who gonna like, commit suicide, mm. uh, but but maybe at the time he only saw yeah, he saw one I don't know like beautiful like a Turkish marbling like this mm. or like an Islamic calligraphy, mm. and maybe this like calligraphy uh, like bring brought brought like comfort his mm. life, and maybe like he he gave up and commit suicide, but yet he did become Muslim, but still like maybe still uh, like if they, he decided like live his life. And maybe like every time he back from home, maybe he was like watching this like a Turkish like beautiful like a marbling. Mm. And are we going to like judge him that in he that that he was not like he that he decided not to become Muslim? Mm. Yeah. Because maybe in his life, this only like this Turkish marbling might be the only salvation he found in his life. Mm. And if Muslim judge him that. He is like practicing Islam in a really superficial way, or like he uh, he is like not strong enough, or he's smart enough mm. to become Muslim. Mm. That what would this man feel? Mm. That he will feel like extra stress. Yes. And uh, and what what kind of an image that he will have in mind? So what I would say is that that also they, I, I know that you know I myself is not like in the best version of Muslim. So I know that all all my culture activities like not not the best version of Islamic culture, mm. but. Uh, I think that the, what is the most missing in this contemporary Muslim society is one is tawakkur mm. and also like a sabr. Dr. Nayoki, can I ask you about these books that you've translated, I think, into uh, yes, Japanese? Yes, my books. You know, yeah, my please talk us through these. Uh, so this is my first book, which is published in Japan. This yeah. is a Japanese translation yes. of the Abu Abdurrahman Salami's Futuba. Ah. You know, the Futuba, the Islamic uh, like chivalry. chivalry. The yes. English is translated chivalry. Yes. Uh, but I have, I have introduced this futuba 
as the like, Islamic like Bushido, like samurai like philosophy. Yes. Uh, uh, and especially in you know, this Futuba is talk about the importance of the altruism, you know, the ethar, and also the importance of forgiveness, you know, showing empathy. Mm. And this is what I found it was missing, missing in contemporary Japanese societies. Yes. So I thought, it could, you know, this book would be uh, like valuable for the Japanese readers, but not only to know about the, the beauty of Islam, but also to remember, you know, the beauty of the Japanese cultures. Great. And... This is, I was also part of the member of the trans, uh, Japanese translation of the Muhtasar Hiyamuruddin. Uh, this is the average version, which is made by either like Ghazali himself or his brother. Mm. Uh, and I was responsible for translating the fourth part. So this is the abridged version. Uh, yes. Okay. So this is a complete. Oh, no, this is just the fourth part. Oh, this, no, this is all part. The complete. It's Muhtasar, yeah, complete yeah. version. Ah. But uh, we are so surprised that. You say Muhtasar, average version. Yeah. But it's too big. It's big, yes. <laughs> it's more than, yeah. Yeah. It's one of four, yeah. It's more, almost like 500 pages. Okay. It's really expensive. So I don't know who's going to buy it, but if you can buy it, it's Yeah, that's but, great. But this is, but even this tra- Jap- the translating uh, the Islamic classic into our like, vernacular language is really like, a beautiful process. But yes. this is how we are like reconstructing yeah. you know, Japanese like, language. Into like Islamic like a Japanese like language. Mm. Sometimes we borrow, borrow traditional, traditional Islamic Chinese terminology to mm. translate uh, this. Uh, translate this mm. And another one. This is not my book, uh, but this uh, book is uh, written by the Professor Mujahid Matsuyama. And now he's an associate professor in the University of Tokyo. Oh, Muslim. And this is a translation of the Akkad uh, Nasafiya. Uh, Japanese translation, but you know the Akkadian Nasafiya itself is a really small book. It's just really tiny. Yes. Yeah, but so this, how much is mutton? We just check. This is the introduction. Oh, this this is mutton, mm. the original wow. Akkadian Nasafiya. Yes. And this is commentary. Oh, so commentary. Yes. That it has. 400 pages. So it's a three, it includes a 300 page like Japanese commentary, you know, shara. Yes. Of the Akai Nasafiya. Wow. Yes. And this is really important for the other like, Japanese Muslim to know that this, yes, the like, Japanese Muslim community is still new and mm. we are in, in the infant stage, but there are some really productive and really uh, amazingly Japanese like Muslim scholar. Yeah. For example, the Professor Mujai is a good example that he was able to write a 300 page of commentary. With Akai and Nasahiya here, using like one of the hundreds of you know traditional like shiro, you know commentaries of Akai Nasahiya. Mm. So it's very like Japanese community also have like a, have like a new create uh, bringing the new creativity not only for Japanese society yeah. but also in the Umma. And another book these days is that I'm also uh, translating the Japanese Japanese classics mm. to like a Turkish language. Right. Uh, so this is how I'm trying to introduce like a tra- traditional Japanese culture to the Tokyo, Turkish audiences. This is a book of fiction? Uh, this, this book of like a no theater play. Uh-huh. Do you know no theater play? Yeah. It's like yeah. the, the player is using like a mask uh-huh. and right to perform. Okay. Like a theater. A theater play, yes. Yeah. It's like a traditional like a Japanese version of like Shakespeare, I guess. Right, so. right. Uh, but the reason I'm, uh, I'm doing this uh, project is that without Istanbul, now... Now, I think the last five or ten years, like we have like many like uh, like for example American Muslims and the European Muslim like coming to Istanbul and yeah. try to settle here. Yes, but there's so few. Of, I found that so few of them 
are trying to work with like a Turkish like a people. For example, like uh, uh, I don't know how many people are trying to, for example, like study Turkish languages mm. or like speak Turkish. Yeah, true. Like for example, like many people live in Istanbul. Yes, but they always like hang out with the uh, like English speakers. Yes. And I felt this is sort of like it makes me sad. Mm. It's like a disappointing. Yes. Because in the end, we live in Istanbul. Yes. And the, the fact that we are able to live here is like thanks for like a Turkish citizens. Yeah. And, and, and also like right now, especially like academicians or intellectuals, like we are trying to be very trying to show ourselves like a global like intellectual, a global figure. Mm. But it also, uh, I'm not judging it. Actually, I'm part of judging it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, also, it's really important for us to like, stay in like a local or like serve to like a local like audiences. Yes. And, and not only like introducing like, Japanese cultures. For example, the reason I'm in design is a Japanese handicraft, which is inspired by Turkish culture. It's mm. like this is how I'm trying to show respect mm. to like Turkish cultures and Turkey and, and also like Turkish like citizens. Yeah. For example, like I found that some foreigners, you know, they saying that they're only like praising so-called uh say, uh, like religiously practicing like a Turkish citizen and mm. sometimes they are like condemning like a secular like a Turkish citizen. Mm. But, but this, as I said, this is also like, like the story of Sumbur Effendi. Like, mm. you know, actually every part of the society has its own meaning. Mm. And the Turkey is also the same. Like there is no like present history or, like, or unpresent like history in Turkish society. Every yes. like step has like a meaning. Yes. And, but, and, now, especially foreigners living in Istanbul, like like us, mm-hmm. we are also now the part of the history of the Turkey yes. Republic. Whether yeah. you whether you uh, believe in the uh, format of like a nation state, like or not, mm-hmm. and for example, like some of my students, like you know, they, they complain that you know these like English speaking like Muslims, you know, they're just like surviving here, mm-hmm. but they are like living with uh, like with them. Uh, well, on, on that subject, um, I had um, Thomas Abdelkader who spoke to me about um, migrants, Muslim mm-hmm. uh, Western migrants who come to, to Turkey. Uh, there is an impression, maybe incorrect, amongst, mm-hmm. um, amongst non-Turks mm-hmm. that Turkish culture is not as uh, open maybe to foreigners as maybe Arab culture is. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's a, an overgeneralization, but you mm-hmm. are someone from Japan. Yeah. You've been to Egypt. Yeah. You, you interacted with Egyptian culture. Yeah. Do you find that um, maybe in a way Turkish culture is quite similar in that sense to Japanese culture, which is a little bit more, you know, less... Um, uh, how do I phrase this in a... In, I'm not saying... That, that less embracing is the wrong word, but they're less embracing maybe of outsiders or less warm to outsiders, as maybe Arab culture is? I mean, is that a... Or am I overgeneralizing here? I think all the people who live in the nation states that are racist and also like they're, they're <laughs> not open to the different cultures. Right. But when it comes to like Turkish cultures or like Turkish citizens, like I think, for example, the way, not only the Turkish culture, but when I take an example of Ottoman cultures, like yeah. do you know the Chini Sanat, like Chintamani like Sanat? No, no. Like, oh, I should have brought the picture. So these like, it's like a traditional pattern uh, which were used in the uh, uh, like a Turkish art, which has like a three like a circle. Ah, okay. And now the many people, many Turkish people think that this is like a Turkish art, but that pattern is not not Turkish. It's come from uh, like a Buddhist art. Mm. And this like a three like a circle represent uh, like a special like stone like mm. which used by like a like a, like a divine 
or a spiritual being which mm-hmm. believe in believe in believe in like Buddhism uh-huh. to show the uh, like the magnificence of uh, like a like a divine like yes. a being yeah. and and some Turkish artists like they like this pattern so they observe into like a Turkish art mm. and so like some people may feel that Turkish people might not be open to different cultures and there are some Turkish people who are acting like that yeah. but uh, but In the end, I can say that this is just because that we are behaving in that way. So this is just a reflection of our behavior. Yes. So if we can behave like openly, mm. the Turkish people are really open. Then they they are really like the guests. You know, they are like they like to know the different cultures. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like for example, like if you want that, if you want to know that really like Turkish people are like open or not. Like you have to study that like, more than saying Merhaba Nasrusnes mm. or Ben Yim Teşekkürlerim. Like mm. you have to study Turkish in a really deep sense. Of course, yes. And, and you have to art. You have to make a really like deep discussion with the Turkish students. Yeah. And maybe there are some uncomfortable like Turkish like uncles like Amjas who be who uh, who try to like alienate us. Yeah. But uh, now I'm working in, like university in Turkey. Yes. And I know. I know many like Turkish like young people, and and they're really like creative, and they're really open to different cultures. Yeah. And they and and when I see like in and also in especially in Istanbul, and uh, there are so many like African students and Arab students and Pakistani students. They all like come into Turkey and study in Istanbul. Mm. And if they are not that open, then how? What is this reality? Mm. And in the end, like we are also living in Istanbul, and we are not through stones. Mm. <laughs> And during the COVID, actually, there was the unpleasant event too. Like, you know, people think me I'm Chinese, and some people they call me they're going back to their own country. Oh, yeah, yes. but again, like we must know that not everyone is so strong enough uh, to embrace the diversities yes. uh, or 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 face the like challenges in this dunya. Yeah. So right now in Turkey, you know, they're all facing uh, many people. They're facing like economic like challenges, and also you know they they are. Uh, Not in the whole life, you know, they are having like political, like uh, like instabilities, mm. and sometimes they are not good at explaining their emotions yeah. in the correct words. Yes, and and in the end, they are also like human being. But I, uh, but I see you know, this Turkish people is like most like a warm and most like a welcoming like citizen mm. uh, compared with any other society. At least from Japanese, they are more open. Mm. Like you don't know how you don't you don't know how racist Japanese were. <laughs> like, <laughs> they are counter Yeah. So and and all these new handicraft I designed this like Natsume's or in this Ebrus and other like digital art or yes. this Futu like logo design. Yeah. This is you know this is a reflection of my beautiful memory. You know when I engage with like my like, Turkish like students. Mm. Yeah. So my answer is that if you think that like, Turkish are not open, that it's just a reflection that you are not open. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, I think that's a very good point. And um, do you see yourself, Dr. Naoki, um, do you see yourself to be someone who's going to remain in Turkey mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, or do you wish to return back to Japan? Oh, me, myself? Yeah. I also do tawakkul on these issues. Mm. Uh, but uh, as for myself, for example, do you know convenience store? Like a yeah. store in Japan, yeah. I love Japanese convenience. Store, but you can buy everything. <laughs> yes. you can buy like rice ball. You can read like a shonen manga comic book there. Yeah, and you can buy like a traditional like Japanese sweet. Yeah. And also you can pay your own bills in a yeah. convenience store. You can oh. do everything. Okay, it's so convenience store. Right? That's <laughs> right. Yes, but I miss convenience store when I was yeah. in Istanbul. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> this is just my joke. But yeah, 
uh, when I think about the Japanese Muslim community, I think it's really important for someone uh, who had a connection outside of Japan uh, because uh, if I know that you know the strong Islamophobia will come in a really new future in Japanese society because really? I al- already see some Why? kind of kind because would, yeah. for example when I when I my new book will come out in August inshallah sure. in Amazon, and I always and every day I'm checking the Amazon ranking huh. <laughs> because I'm really, because I'm really scared if my book you know will sell enough yeah. but and uh, usually the top three are like uh, it's like a, uh, are like a books which is based on really like in serious like discrimination yeah. against like Islam. Really, for example, uh, that book is saying that you know the Quran is like teaching to like kill like infidels. So that's why you know when the Muslim come to Japan, yeah. it's exactly what gonna happen. Right. And it's like a, it's like a bestseller in Japan, Seriously. bestseller. Right. And right now we don't have like strong influence of this book. But I think within a ten or ten years, that like, we're gonna see the result. We're gonna yeah. see, we're gonna face the consequences. Really. And at that time, but as I said, right now in Japan, we have so many like second generation Muslims, and we even have third generation Muslim. And this, and not only the Japanese convert, we have like Pakistani Japanese, and Indonesian Japanese, Egyptian Japanese, mm. Palestinian Japanese, and they are all Japanese. Mm. You know, they are all our system brothers, and yes. they're also like Japanese citizens. Yes. But, uh, but maybe like it, it might be too difficult for us. To not to survive in the Japanese society, then also, like 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 other like brothers and sisters, we may also have to like choose to like make hijra really to, to like other like Muslim countries. Yes, but other time, but even I think, for you, I think, yeah, even for someone who is born in Japan, you you may contemplate. It may be for people who are converts to Islam may find it so inhospitable. They may need to leave right Japan. now. We don't see any like difficulties, no, but in when, the future, yeah. yeah, in the future, like maybe the, I am also considered as like civilizational like a traitor. Wow. Uh, so, the so I think for them, you know, to to prepare for that time, like someone should be like live in a Muslim country, yeah, uh, to keep the connection with other ummah, so that you know this Japanese Muslim uh, don't feel like loneliness yes. or don't like lose the hope. Yeah. Because this is why I'm I'm encouraging the other like uh, like some of my Japanese. Like a Muslim brother and sister to come to Istanbul, oh. uh, because here, uh, here, like not only like surviving as a Muslim, but in your weekend, like you study some things. Like, yes. and, uh, uh, and every day you go on the street, you can study history of the Ottoman Empire, yes. and also you can study like classical Arabic. Uh, you can also class, uh, you can also study Kalam and Fiqh and Tasawwuf. Yes. Then th- these things uh, doesn't exist in Japan. Uh, these are great opportunities. And am I, am I right in saying that mm-hmm. uh, unlike say China? Um, China has a, a long history with Islam, mm-hmm. and you know there was a period where you had um, Chinese people during, in the Ming Dynasty who converted to Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese uh, relationship with Islam is not that long. Um, mm-hmm. Why is that? Is that because ja- Japanese culture historically was very isolationist, and it, it had a period where it's until European colonialism that it's it stayed away from the world. Um, why didn't Islam, because Indonesia is not so far away, yeah. why didn't Islam come to Japan earlier on? Well, yeah. Uh, we haven't found the answer, but I think the biggest factor is that, you know, this Edo shogunate, like a government, uh, yes. they uh, practiced this isolation policy yes. for the 300 years. 300 years. From yes. the 16th century to the 19th century. Yes. Like, I think that was a huge, like, Im- uh, has a huge impact. So what was the implication of his isolation, his policy? This isolation policy is the Tokugawa shogunate, Tokugawa like samurai like shogunate. Yeah. Like, they 
uh, profited yeah, the foreigners you know to come to like Japan. Yeah. So they only have like limited like in the interaction with the foreigners. They only they only allowed to stay in the small like a district in right. like Nagasaki and other ah, cities. Okay. So I think this is about one of the biggest reason yes. why Islam hadn't like reached to the Japan. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Well, mm. you know, I think we've had a very uh, interesting discussion today. So do you see um, Japanese Islam growing in the next few years? Is that is that your, you know, with all of what you've said about how this will be a slow process, mm. but do you see that Islam will grow organically in Japanese society? Uh, yes, inshallah. But uh, another important thing is that in the, it's not Islam. Like Muslim will grow, ah. and the Muslim who pra- practicing Islam will grow. Yes, the number of the Muslim who practice Islam will grow in Japanese society because right. Islam cannot be like a fight in this sentence because Islam is just like a din. Yes, but what we see in this dunya is the people mm. who are believing in Islam. Yes, but in but on this issue, I'm mean, quite very really optimistic yes. because like whenever I visited. You know, I go back to like Japan. Yeah, I see like new Muslim there. Really? In Tokyo, Jami too. Like every week, we have like a new Muslim like a convert. No way. And also yeah. like the second generation, they are so creative, and they're really cool. Yeah, like they are cooler than us. Yes. Like look at look at our uncles. Like you know, we are losing our energy. <laughs> <laughs> so these are second. These are Bengali second generation. Yeah, Bengali like, Japanese, Pakistani Japanese, yeah. Indonesian Japanese. For yeah. example, in Tokyo, Jami, there is really cool. Uh, like Indonesian Japanese guy yeah. who is leading uh, the uh, young Muslim club. So this young Muslim club is also uh, many like non Muslim Japanese who are interested in Islam is also joining. Yeah, and and uh, and also I know some like Pakistani like Japanese there who are studying in other countries and who are trying to like uh, try to help the next generations. But one of the important things for us is that. Uh, Eventually, like we Muslim, I'm sure we become the majority of this dunya. But the being majority is, is not important. Mm-hmm. Like, one important thing is that how much like we are we are working not only for ourselves mm-hmm. but working for the others. You know how much that we can be like a manifestation mm-hmm. of you know altruism, the ethar. Right. Uh, so in this sense, you no, know, the I, I I really hope that you know, I can also like vehicle to like investing on the like next generations. And not not showing myself is like a best version of, of like something or like mm-hmm. in representatives or ambassador or something. Yes. You now I want to serve to like a Japanese youth and all, uh, uh, so that you know they can feel, especially the Japanese Muslim, that they can feel that you know they that they are like blessed and also like loved not only by Allah but also like Muslim brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. so that they feel not lonely. Yeah. But also in the same time, like uh, the we need to work for like ummah, mm. and especially if you live in Istanbul, you know we need to stay. Uh, we need to stay in local. Yes. Like I know, like living living in different countries is not the like, easy things. Like mm. you know, there are the, every, the, the me too. Like every time I work in Istanbul, you know I feel some of the really, really challenges. But still, you know, there are, I live in Turkey and I have Turkish citizens. Uh, I'm not the big like believer in nation state. <laughs> yes. But I, as a human being, I love these people. And yes. before I like, ju- before I like, judging them or like, complaining them with a really like shallow like a comment or perspective, mm-hmm. like first uh, we need to try ourselves. We need to push ourselves to know about their context and know about history, study, uh, and try to become like one ummah. For example, like one of the, one of the biggest challenges that we are facing in the Muslim academia is that we all tr- we all try to study Arabic. Because of course, because it's sacred languages, it's the language of Islam. Yeah. But after that, you know, they, uh, either either they only speak English or Arabic, 
or if they have like a different ethnic background, they only know the uh, they only know this thing, ethnic languages to talk to their parents or their families. Mm. They usually they only know three languages. Yes. But for me, like English and Arabic and Turkish, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> like I can live my ordinary like happy Japanese life without without learning like English or Arabic or Turkish. Yes. And especially this Turkish, like when I come to Turkey, I uh, I my Turkish really horrible. And my and with some people in the street, they always they they will always make fun of me that mm. I'm speaking so called Aksaray Turkish. <laughs> it means like broken, yes, uh, like horrible Turkish. Yes, but still, you know, I push myself to study Turkish. Why? Because I love you know staying, uh, spending time with the Turkish citizens. So, so it's really different. Uh, so my what I want to say is that we need to show love uh, towards the like, people, mm. and also we need to be like self confident. It means that we keep self confident enough yes. uh, to expand. Our own like a world, and now I'm reading like Jujutsu Kaisen. Do you know Jujutsu Kaisen? No. Shonen manga. Okay, no. it is different topic. It takes another two, one or two or three hours. No. But there is a magical uh, called demand expansion. So this is how. So each of the sorcerer, Jujutsu sorcerer, is like reflecting their own reality to the different world. Yes. But uh, this is what Muslim must do. Like you know, the, this this art or engaging with people. Like we all need to understand who we are. And try to like connect ourselves to the diff- uh, to the others mm. to create like a, uh, to bring the new creativity uh, to to the Muslim society. Dr. Naoki uh, Yamamoto, Jazakallah Khair. Thank you very much for your time today. Ah, thank you very much. Actually, I bring so many toys, but I didn't have time to introduce them. <laughs> We'll take some pictures of them. And oh, okay, put them thank up you very much. Side. In fact, I'm fascinated by this fan. Before we go, can you? Explain? Oh, can I explain? Yes, oh, please. This one is the. This one is also the Chinese Islamic handicraft series, yes. which I started in my project. Yeah. Can you can you see this Chinese character? Yes. So this is actually classical Chinese Islamic poem ah. written in 18th century right. by the Chinese Muslim scholar called Liu Zi. Wow. Okay. And there, and I have designed this fan because uh, there are some like articles or books which uh, introducing the life or the thought of like Liu Zi. Yes. But people who are already interested in the topic will buy books or read articles. Mm. But but when I show this, when I always carry this fan, you know, I can introduce the Islamic heritage in China yes. to not only the like Muslim audiences but also non-Muslim audiences sure. like yes. in Japan. Yeah. And I think this design is really cool. Yeah. This is good. so Asian ish. Like a handicraft, yeah. But well, the spirituality is based on Islam. Where can I get one of these, um, Doctor Yanki? Oh, uh, you can buy from me. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. Yes. Yeah, I have some samples in here. Yeah. It's in Japan, but <laughs> I can bring. Well, yeah. Jazza Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, today. thank you very much. Please remember to subscribe to our social media and YouTube channels, and head over to our website thinkinmuslim.com to sign up to my weekly newsletter. Jazakallah khair. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.